I'm trying everything I can and they are still struggling. What am I doing wrong? In a previous episode, we were talking about Lori, the gymnast, and how she experienced a just a terrific meet, had one of her highest scores, and let's look at the flip side of that. A meet where the other it, meet, <laughs> it, a meet where it was a total disaster, dumpster fire. <laughs> my my favorite event, the balance beam. I think it's just uh, so cool. You really get to see their athleticism. She fell. She fell more than once. She didn't get the score. And we had sad face, lots of tears. And now you're the parent of Lori. <laughs> and you are definitely checking the box here where it says parenting is the hardest job and nothing is a close second. Why, why is it so hard? <laughs> and what, what wisdom do you have for this situation? Well, I, to, to understand why it's so hard, it, and this is going to sound bad, but love gets in the way, Steve. It, when, when you love somebody as much as we all love our kids, and you see them hurting, you see them struggle, fail maybe, uh, you see them fall short, you see how much pain they're in, they get dumb, it, all these things. And we watch them go through it and it sucks. And our parenting instincts kick in and the only thing we want to do is make it better. We want the to fix it. The Band-Aid. Yes, we want the Band-Aid, we the want the, pills. The, the tourniquet, the, the pills, whatever we can do to make the pain stop right now, let's do it. And that's where, that's just a, the tip of the iceberg as to why parenting is so hard. But I really think it centers around that idea of we, the, the love gets in the way. You love them so much, and rightfully so, they're yours, that you, you just, it's so hard to see them suffer and struggle. So could you give me the answer to help all the lorries in this situation? About why parenting is so hard? Yeah. I, but, so that, that's a complex one. You got to kind of unpack it because there's a lot of different reasons why it's hard. But one that just comes right to mind is that every single situation is different and every kid is different. And so the variables are just immense and knowing the right thing to say at the right time, to, you know, when, when they're struggling, when they're feeling bad, it's so hard to get that right. It's so hard to get that right. And even if you have an idea, you can do it and it's going to feel like it wasn't the right thing. It's, it's rough. I, you hear people talk about how there's no manual. And yeah, this is why. The parenting manual. Yes, the parenting manual. You've heard of I, that. Well, yeah. <laughs> it, I mean, we've, we have taught and coached thousands. Yeah. Yes, thousands. And uh, one of my favorite things to do with a young couple who is pregnant and very proud to announce to me that we're going to have Coach, a baby. we're having a baby. We're, yeah, we're having a baby. I always ask them, have you bought the manual? <laughs> and it usually just leads to awkward silence and a blank stare. And then usually the question, 
what manual? I'm like, the parenting manual, of course. Duh. You yeah. know that one is the best you're, seller of Barnes & Noble. You're going to be parents. Go pick up the manual. Find it so on you know, Amazon. So you know everything to do. So you're saying there is actually. Yeah, there's, there's not a manual. And this is why. Like the, the manual is for this situation, you know, go to page 374 and it'll tell you, okay, Lori's performance was awful. She's in tears. She wants to quit. She thinks that the world is over. She's never going to do anything she wants. Her dreams are dead. What do you say? And you can't go to page 376 and find that. Because Lori's different than Joe and Joe's different than Jane and all these kids are different. So what works for one might not work for the other. And any parent that has more than one kid knows that you burn the book <laughs> between kids. Every one of them is different too, which is why there's yeah. no point in having a manual. Because it just wasn't every situation is different. Every kid is different. And that is just one of the reasons why this is such a spectacularly hard job. You know what the second one is that comes to mind? The second the one. The second one that I can think of. You're never off duty. It's a 24-7, 365 day job. And you're including the sleepless including nights. Including the sleepless nights. It's you're always on, never off, even when the kids are at grandma's, even when you're on vacation, they're still yours. You still worry about them, you still think about them, you still love them. And oh, by the way, you're always setting an example for them. Ooh. Yeah, that one hurts. Yeah. That I've yeah. Let's scratch that. that no, you can't you can't scratch it. This is we're talking about why parenting is so hard, and that's part of why it's hard. Because you're always on display. And like it or not, our kids' emotional regulation skills and so many other skills that they have, they get from watching us. Like emotional regulation skills are really uh, interesting to get into because the way that they are learned is by your kids observing how you handle tough situations. That's how they learn how to handle tough situations. And if we as parents mess that up, then we set a bad example for them and that's where they get their responses. I am so glad I've never thrown a temper tantrum. Oh yeah, me, me too. Yeah, I, I never get mad or do anything or say anything. Yeah. <laughs> I don't do sarcasm well, but I've, I've screwed that up so many times and every parent does because we're, we're, you're always on duty. It's 24 seven, 365. You're always an example. You're always on display, even when they're not around because everything's training for something. And you know, when you're driving in the car alone and you let yourself have a short temper, you're just training yourself to have a short temper when they're around. And it always comes out of the worst time, doesn't it? Like, I, I know the, the times that I remember messing up the most are the times when it's like, why could I have not been good in that moment? That was so clutch. That was such a big moment, and I messed it up. Hard. Well, that's, that's when we bail ourselves out by saying, well, it was, it was the heat of the moment. Yes. Isn't that a great one? We always go to that. Yeah. It's the heat of the moment. And we, we blame, we complain, that's a whole, we make excuses. That's a whole other coaching That's a whole right other there. podcast. Yeah, that is. Yeah, that is. whole podcast by itself is those things. Yeah. So. so one thing I notice here is that um, as parents, we, uh, we screw this up a lot. Mm-hmm. Why, why is that kind of okay? Why maybe, is it kind of maybe, okay? Now, maybe that is a... Maybe that's a 
Well, question that's that's going to throw our listeners off and say, no, it's 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 not okay to do this. Oh, help, help us here. What? It's such a challenge because we we want to be perfect for our kids. But a third reason that I can think of why parenting is so hard is that no matter how how much you read, how much you study, how much you try, it's not the kind of thing you get right. Like you just, you handle one situation well, but it's never something that you can be like, okay, I'm a great parent now all the time. All situations, I'm a great parent. And so we, we get in that mindset of, perfectionism comes to mind and, and comparison comparison with the, with the perfect parents who yes. live down the street who look Have like you, the perfect parents, but they're not because nobody not. ever gets it right all the time. When I look at them and when I watch them and how they interact well, that with, again, that's a whole nother podcast. You can find a, a million podcasts about that idea of, you know, the social media and how we put it all out there. Look, we've got the perfect family and it's still hard because of the stuff we've talked about. Every situation is different. Every kid's different. And what we see on the outside is very different than what's going on when the doors are closed and no, nobody can see what's going on. So when you have worked with parents and you see them grasp this concept, this number three that you mentioned, that you will never get it exactly right, mm-hmm. What happens to those parents when they finally decide that to embrace that that concept? It's it's like when when you let go of the results, it's almost freeing in a way. When you just realize that you can't make your kid feel better, it's actually this is. I, I was having this conversation with one of the the parents of one of the the teens that I work with. And they want so bad for them to feel good all the time, to feel better, to not be struggling with the challenges that they're struggling with. And I asked her, I said, whose responsibility is it for him to feel good? And she had to say, it's, it's his responsibility. Well, why are you carrying that burden for him feeling good? I and, think I know. Because we love him. Love gets in the way. Love gets in the way. Love gets in the way. Love does get in the way. We want them to feel happy. We want to see them feel confident because we love them so much. But if that's the result and that's how we're measuring our success as a parent, it's not going to happen. It's controlling the controllables. And that, that is also another episode where we're going to dig into you know, how important it is for, for us as parents to realize what do we control, what do we not control. But with this idea of you're never going to get it right. If you can give yourself the grace to just give your best effort in the moment and then not sit back and say, Oh, well that was perfect and it was right. Or that was awful and, and terrible. You just do the work. You just do your best the, do the best you can in that moment. And that's a great measuring stick is that I do my best to communicate to my kids that I love them by asking great questions or by you know, showing good empathy for them. And that's something that we will probably talk a lot more about on this is how do you show good empathy towards your children? But it's hard. One of the things that makes me think about this idea of you're never going to get it right. uh, Brene Brown writes about this idea that uh, she talks a lot about shame, being a shame researcher. And she brings up the idea that parenting is 
one of the biggest shame triggers that we all have. It's really hard to admit that we screw stuff up as parents because we feel a lot of, there's a lot of shame that goes around that and it's really challenging to talk about. Wow, this is hard, like, but to the point of this, this episode, why is parenting so hard? These are some of the reasons, and this is not an exhaustive list. A great question for our listeners is just ask yourself, why is it so hard for you? What is it you can, and shoot us an email and let us know, what is it that makes parenting really, really challenging for you? Okay. Create, transform, become uh, at gmail.com. Go ahead and let us know. Why is it so hard for you? Because it really is the hardest job and there is not a close second. Right. I think, I think just the three that, the three concepts that we've discussed today, every situation's different. Every, you know, child athlete performer is different. No two uh, gymnastic meets are going to be the same. They're, they're going to be different. Uh, the second concept that you're on duty all the time, even when you're sleeping yep. <laughs> or not sleeping, you are on duty. And then, of course, that I think my favorite is uh, and it's something that I wish I would have known earlier as a parent. How would it have is, helped you to oh, know it that? It would have helped me tremendously because I definitely uh, used to fit into that uh, perfectionism uh, you're, you're a bad guy because you're, yeah, that's you're not a, the perfect parent. That's a, boy, that's a dumpster to yeah. just jump in and roll around in, and it's, it's awful. So uh, knowing that you're not going to get it right and you don't have to get it right, uh, that is, like you said, it's, it's freeing, it's liberating. So as, as parents are thinking about why this is hard for them, what What's the challenge? What's the, what are we going to ask parents the to do? Big, the big challenge with this is to, we asked you to think about the question, why is it so hard for you? No matter how hard it is for you, you do a lot of things right as a parent. And understanding that and reminding yourself of these things, putting together a, a parenting highlight film. That's actually, that's the challenge for today is parents go home and write down I, I love that. 10 things you do well. We love things, highlight reels. We love highlight reels. We're As not coaches, talking, we're not talking about social reels. media reels though. Not we're social not, media reels, yeah. but having those highlight films and people love to watch them because it's like watching people perform at great levels. You do things right as a parent and you have to capture them. You have to write down those things. So the challenge, get on paper 10 things that you do well those can include moments when you feel like you felt really confident as a parent. You feel like you handled the situation incredibly well, especially the really hard ones. Uh, moments that you're proud of as a parent. You handled that well. You celebrated that in, in a way that helped really foster their confidence. Anything that you've done well as a parent, anything you can give yourself credit for, write it down, put together at least 10 things. That's your challenge. And that is really going to help you realize you do way more right as a parent than you give yourself credit for. And you can build on that. On behalf of Steve Galley, I'm Nate Crandall, and we thank you, our loyal listeners, for tuning in to this episode. If you love what you're learning from the Stop Parenting and Start Coaching podcast, we would appreciate it very much if you would leave us a five-star review and some glowing comments. 
We also encourage you to share this episode with your friends and family who are parents of athletes and performers. And if you want to explore further and see what Steve and I are creating to help thousands of parents, athletes, and performers, please visit our company's website at createtransformbecome.com. That's createtransformbecome, all one word, dot com. There you'll find a growing number of resources to help you elevate your performance. Thank you again for your support, and we encourage you to create a magical relationship with your athlete and performer.